another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host, Michelle, and I am super happy that you are here with me. And I want to give you a couple of disclaimers. I am recording this on a Sunday, and my little puppies are around me making all kinds of fun noises like squeaky toys and the occasional bark. So, Um, I apologize for that, but they just want to talk to you as well. (laughs) So today's episode is going to start a series that I'm going to incorporate here on this podcast, and it's really going to be overviews and reviews, and I'm going to go land by land on both parks, and I'm going to start with Uh, DCA just because I start often with Disneyland and I want to give some love to DCA but my goal or objective is to just give this in chunks right just go land by land and talk about what's there what's offered there my experiences on what is uh, something to see or where to eat or the attractions in that area, both things that I like and things that maybe I would avoid or I didn't have the best experience with. And then also I just want to throw out there that I haven't done everything. I absolutely do a ton of research. This is my passion. This is what I enjoy. Anything that has to do with the Disneyland Resort, I like to read about. I watch videos, I listen to podcasts, I read articles. I very much like to be in the know when it comes to the Disneyland Resort. So while I may not have experienced it myself yet for a number of reasons, I feel like I've heard things about it and I can share those experiences. Or I shouldn't say experiences. I can share the reviews that I've heard. Like I've heard favorable things about this or this has been hit or miss with some folks that have gone here, things like that. But it doesn't really matter if I've been there personally or not. We all have different tastes and interests. So what may be something that I truly enjoy, you may not and vice versa. And thank goodness, right, that we all don't have the same mind and tastes That's what makes it very entertaining. So this is just to provide some information by land to help you decide if you want to check this out. You may hear me say something and think, oh, that's not something I'm interested in. Or, oh, yes, I definitely want to look into that a little further. And that's really all I want to do is give you some information so you can make your own informed decision. So without any further (laughs) disclaimers, let's go ahead and get started. And like I said, I want to start on the DCA side, which is Disney California Adventure. I do like to um, call it DCA just because it's a mouthful otherwise, but just so we're all on the same page, the same page, we know what I'm talking about. So for today's episode, we're going to discuss the entrance into DCA, the walk down the their main street, and then take a left and go to Hollywoodland and take it around to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout and stop right there. And that's a really good stopping point because that whole pathway beyond Guardians of the Galaxy is blocked right now because of the work they're doing for the Marvel Land, if that's what it's going to be called. Who knows what it's going to be called, but 
the work they're doing there, they've blocked what used to be a path through to Bugs Land when it was there. And then that took you over to Cars Land. But like I said, it's blocked. So that's a really good place to stop. So when you first come through the gates of DCA, it's very nostalgic, old Hollywood. It's a very noticeable, distinct look. The colors, the uh, the shop facades, everything. It's just really, really fun. And right there, when you first walk in on the left-hand side in front of the shop Oswald's is a very nice classic car. And it's a nice little prop. It just places you right in that era and it looks amazing. And as you're walking down that main street, there's shops on either side. There's immediately to your right, there's the restroom, there's a cart that has snacks like fruit and pickles and, you know, just like quick little um, items to snack on. And then a little further on that same side is the camera shop. And that's not a place I would normally visit, but why, why I wanted to bring that up is because we had to go in there one time when we had road radiator springs racers and when we got out of the ride and we went to the area where you can see your ride photo they were off the screen so quick we didn't catch ours or see ours and therefore I didn't get a picture of it which is what I would do to get that code to link it to my max pass app um, section within the Disneyland app or just to have a picture of that, but it had gone so fast I couldn't do that. So I went to a cast member who directed us to the camera shop. And when we went in there, we were able to tell them when we rode the ride, because we just come from there, and they pulled up the pictures for that time frame, and we were able to find our photo. That was just like the coolest thing. So if ever you run into that same problem now, you know where to go and get your photo. Okay, so just continuing down that main street, like I said, there's shops on both sides. And I really find this entrance into DCA very much like the entrance into Disneyland in that for a long time, we didn't really give it its proper attention. We kind of breezed past these shops and whatnot to get to the attractions or wherever we were going. And shame on us. So we have since learned to kind of meander a little bit. And I think that for me, that came with going more often and feeling like I had time to do that and not feeling like I just couldn't fit that into my, my day. But it's such a nice way to just step away from the action and just see the things that they offer. Like the merchandise is so fun and unique. I'm a big window shopper there. I don't buy a ton of merchandise at the Disneyland Resort, period, no matter which side we're on. But I love to look at it. Obviously, there's the fashion, right? There's the sweatshirts and the t-shirts and the hats and the backpacks and those kinds of things. But there's also other things like... And I'm just talking about the resort in general. But there's, you know, there's kitchenware and there's pet things and there's jewelry and there's just all kinds of fun stuff with Disney logo and theming on there. And I just find it to be a really cool experience just to walk through. And there's items 
for, and I hedge, I was going to say for every budget, but it starts very expensive. But there are things that are really expensive for like the serious collector. If you'd won the lottery and money was no object, you could just walk in and buy some of the most amazing things. But regardless, it's still fun to walk through. And it's a great way to enjoy yourself while getting out of the weather. So if it's raining, it's hot, it's cold, those shops feed into each other so you can go one to the other and you can experience each one of them without having to go out in the elements. So I recommend just taking your time or taking some time and just walk through there for yourself. So when you get to the end of that street, it kind of brings you right to the fountain, which is in Carthay Circle. And that has a lot of different ways that you can go to the different lands within the theme park. We're going to take a left and go down to Hollywood Land. But just right there, I want to highlight a couple of things. At that fountain, there's a lot of entertainment that comes by there like day, um, like the Five and Dime, the Dapper Dance, and other type of seasonal entertainment can be found there. Characters are often there. Mickey Mouse is really at that fountain a lot. And by Carthay Circle or right in front of Carthay Circle Restaurant right there, Goofy's there. I've seen Daisy there. So it's a really good popular hangout right there in that area. And then just before that fountain, if you were looking at the map, just before you take your left to go down to Hollywood land is this really cool little courtyard area where the Christmas tree is put, the Headless Horseman is there, pumpkins are there. It's very seasonal. Great photo ops. There's usually a Disney photographer there that takes some of the greatest pictures. It's just a really cool spot. So um, something for you to mark as a must-see. And then as you make your left and you're headed down towards Hollywoodland, I want to stop right there and say, I have seen the fast pass line for um, Radiator Springs Racers backed up to Carthay Circle. That's quite a bit back. Now that they have Max Pass, it's not as much of a line, but many people don't pay that extra for Max Pass, and so that line can get backed up. And knowing that there's that many people in line, it's very easy to understand how those fast passes run out for the entire day and why they go so quickly because there's so many people in line. So if you see a whole bunch of people kind of rushing to stand in line there, that's likely what they're doing. So just kind of keep that in mind. So let's take our left and head down um, this street here. The trolley car comes up and down this street. You can ride the trolley car. Sometimes the characters are on there. It's a cute little uh, ode to old Hollywood, and it's a, it's a form of transportation, and it's just a fun little way to get from point A to point B. When you're walking down there, there's more shopping on the left. There's um, You're going to come by Award Wieners. And this is a place that I personally have not eaten at, but I do hear a lot of great things about it. It's just if you have somebody in your family who loves a good hot dog or maybe you have some more picky eaters where a hot dog is a safe thing for them, that might be a good place to eat. Across the way is Disney Theater, and I personally have not 
gone in there only because it is Disney Junior themed and it just hasn't been something that my daughter was um, interested in going and seeing. But like Sophie the First, I mean Sophia the First, um, I remember she was in there. There's like a, a Disney Junior dance party. There's like kid friendly, like younger kid friendly things in there. So do check that out on their website if you have kids on the younger side. And then if you continue down there a little bit further, before it veers to the left, which we'll talk about the um, theater that's right there, but I want to kind of continue down on the right-hand side because the Anna and Elsa Royal Welcome is right there. So if you have Frozen fans, you can find Anna and Elsa in there. Um, the Turtle Talk with Crush, the Sorcerer's workshop and then animation academy and that is such a great building in there there's a lot of fun things to do so i recommend going inside there you can get um you can find out what the next animation theater topic is what they're going to be drawing next and for those of you that don't know what that is it is a workshop it has limited seating but you can get into a show especially if you get there soon enough you go to the next show and they have an animator that actually shows you how to draw a character or a something in the Disney family and then you get an opportunity to practice that and it's really cool. So definitely you know check that out especially if you have a budding artist in there and the turtle talk with Crush is kind of cute. It's on this big screen and um, like I said, Anna and Elsa are in there and it's all indoors. So again, it's another way to get out of the weather. And I've said this before and I'll probably say it a hundred more times, but just because it's Southern California doesn't mean that every day is perfect, right? It can get really hot in the summer, especially when you're outdoors in the sun, standing in the sun a lot for walking and waiting in lines and things like that. It can get really cold in the winter. It does rain. These are just great ways to get out of that weather. So like if you were in Southern California and you were going to go to Disneyland for the day and the weather was looking doomy or gloomy, have no fear. You can find something to do that's indoors. And that is an example of that. So across from there is Schmoozies, which is another place to eat, and some more shopping. Now right behind there, which is to the left, is where you, you want to sneak through there and get into that courtyard area because there's a lot going on over there. So the first thing you're going to find is the theater, and it runs different things at different times of the year. Right now it is Mickey's Magic. Um, it's a really great auditorium. We saw a Frozen show there. We've seen Pixar shorts. We've seen lots. Uh, we saw the um, the trailer to the uh, Incredibles movie. There's a lot that they do in there, and it's just a nice way to go in, sit down, and see some entertainment that's not an attraction. Um, and then also in that courtyard, there's some shopping in there. No fear. There's always places to find merchandise. And then the Hollywood Backlot stage is right there. And I've seen performances there where there were uh, children performing, dances, orchestras, singing, um, characters are there, 
places you can meet Marvel characters. This is kind of like the pseudo Marvel area until Marvel Land is created. You can find all kinds of Marvel characters in this courtyard area. Um, then there's the Monsters, Inc., Mike and Sully to the Rescue attraction, and that is a must-do attraction for us. It's very solid theming. It's just like being in Monsters, Inc. In fact, without giving too much of the attraction away, there is one section in there that is just like the part in the movie with all the doors uh, when they're trying to... Um, trying to keep Boo away from Randall and they're going from door to door and he's trying to get Boo and it's like this cute scene but there's all these doors on tracks sliding around and they're different colors and that is just so beautifully recreated in the attraction. So highly recommend that. It has a super long queue line but in my experience we very seldom wait very long to ride that ride. I feel like we get on it in five to ten minutes every single time. So don't forget about that. It's kind of removed a little bit back there. So that's why I want to call that out so that you don't miss that. There's a Hollywood Lounge, which is this more like dining places. And uh, Stage 12 is back there, like in the far corner. And that's also places to, to meet and greet Marvel um, characters and I should go back let me go back to the left of Monsters Inc between the Mickey's Philhar Magic and Monsters Inc there's another stage over there and right in that section you can meet some characters we met Olaf over there so just kind of be on the lookout for characters they do have their hot spots but then they will show up in a lot of random places too so as you're kind of still in that courtyard you've gone past stage 12 where you can meet some of the Marvel characters and there's a snack area, but there's these cute oversized chairs and tables and couches over there. They're so big and you can sit in them. They're cartoony. They remind me of something that you might find in Alice in Wonderland because you're small and they're like scaled bigger. Just a really fun place to take a photo and sit in those goofy chairs grab something to eat at the one of those carts there or the little snack shops and sit down in one of those cute pieces of furniture and then that'll take you to Hyperion Theater which at the moment is playing Frozen um, show and that is an amazing show if you have a Frozen fan or you're a Frozen fan that is a really great show to check out it's live action it's I don't even want to give away anything. It's not just sitting in a theater and watching a show. There's a lot of um, kind of immerses you into the show. And that's all I'll say about that. But do check that out. And then that'll bring us to the end of that pathway. Because you're going to make a corner. You're going to make a turn to the right. And that's where the theater is. And if you go straight down, you have no choice. You're going to run smack into Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. So here's the thing about that ride. It is very popular. It is popular in the morning, afternoon, and night. It's definitely a fast pass item. Or if you get there when the park opens, it's definitely something you can ride first thing or late at night they have their own fun overlays they have you know some they turn the lights out at like halloween time and it's completely dark they amp up the scare factor in there 
I will be honest, I have never ridden this attraction, not when it was Twilight Zone and not when it's Guardians of the Galaxy. While I love, love, love to drop, I don't think my stomach could handle the continuous drop and then go back up and drop and go back up. I just think that that's one of those rides that may send me over the edge. However, there is something inside of me that really wants to try it. I think I'm more afraid than anything, but it is a very popular ride. The other thing is it has amazing theming, like the queue to get into the attraction is just as entertaining as the attraction. There's a lot of POV videos out there that you can watch so you can be you know, like you're taking the ride yourself. You can see all that theming. You can check it all out. You can't really obviously get a feel for the intensity of dropping and all that, but you get an idea of the attraction to the best that you can. It's better than nothing at all if you wanted to kind of get an idea. But it is super popular. Many, many people like it. And like I said, they have special engagements. They have special overlays. It's one of the more popular rides over there at DCA. So that's really it. Um, like I said, I just want to take this in small chunks and just tell you about these areas and the little things that I've learned along the way. I hope this is helpful. I'm just going to keep going with these series um, and I'm going to keep going on the DCA side and then I'll flip over to Disneyland or maybe I'll intermingle them so you get a little bit of both. But at any rate, um, as always, if you have any questions about anything that I talked about today or I didn't talk about, love to hear from you. You can email me. My address is questions at DisneylandDevoted.com. I hope you all have a magical week. And until next time, bye. Bye.